Shulchan Aracharav, we are in Simon Ayin Dalit, we begin Halacha Zayin, section 74, we begin the seventh Halacha. If a garment is tied around one's waist to cover his body from the loins downward, he may recite the Shema even though he is naked above his loins. Because his nakedness is covered and the garment is separating his heart from his nakedness. So it's somebody who's not wearing a shirt, but since he's covered on the bottom, his loins are covered, so he is allowed to say Shema. That's with regards to Shema. But he's not allowed to daven Shema in the Amidah unless he also covers his heart. And as stated in section 91, the other parts of the body that are usually covered also must be covered. And the reason is that when you say Shema Esrei, when you daven the Amidah Esrei, one must perceive oneself as standing before the king and speaking to him. Hence, the individual must stand in awe. When reciting the Shema, by contrast, one is not speaking with the king. To borrow the analogy of section 61 in the Shema, we read his proclamation and integrate it into our own minds and hearts. In Shema Esrei, we direct our supplications to him. For this reason, when it comes to Shemana Esri, you also have to be covered. Your heart has to be covered in anything that is usually covered. Whereas with Shema, it is enough that your nakedness is covered. Okay, this concludes Halacha Zayin and Simen Ayin Dalit, section 74. We're now going to begin Simen Ayin Hey, section 75. Le'izar Megiloi V'seyar V'koy Lisha B'Shas Kriya Shema V'chein Shalei L'Kresa Kenegad Erba the obligation to be mindful of a woman's exposed body or uncovered hair or singing voice when reciting the Shema, as well as the prohibition to recite it in view of nakedness. Halacha Aleph 1. Tefach Megula. Ba'isham b'makim shtaka l'chasis erva hi afilu hi ishtay. Meneshem megulit de hirur kishem istakal boy, b'lachin asa likres ulispal kenegdoi. An uncovered hand breath. That's a tefach which is Eight centimeters, just a bit over three inches, according to Shi'uri Toira. So this amount of any part of a woman's body that is uncovered, that she customarily covers, is considered erva. Erva is nakedness. Now, the word here is not used in the precise meaning of its proof text. Like it says that you see no nakedness among you. Rather, because an exposed tefach, hand breath, may arouse erotic thoughts, our sages deemed it as nakedness. This level of immodest exposure is governed by laws somewhat more lenient than those governing actual nakedness. As the Altarebbe says here in this halacha, the category of nakedness does not include parts of the body that are commonly visible and hence will not arouse undesirable thoughts. So the de- definition of this matter is that therefore somewhat dependent on regional norms of modesty, but only to a certain degree. Regardless of varying norms, some forms of exposure are defined by the halacha as nakedness, and the Shema may not be said in their presence. These forms of exposure are detailed in this halacha. Okay. Regarding uh, photos, pictures, if they're considered nakedness in this context, then that is discussed in Shi'arim, Hamatsiyanim, the halacha. Okay. Continuing the halacha. So this, uh, this halacha applies that an uncovered tefach of a woman's body that she normally covers is considered nakedness. That applies even with regard to one's wife. 
because it arouses erotic thoughts when he gazes at it. It is therefore forbidden to recite the Shema Shmanesi in view of an exposed part of a woman's body that is customarily covered, as it is as is forbidden in view of actual nakedness unless one turns his face to the side. Now, the words in view of apply, implies that the prohibition applies even if there's only a possibility of looking. Okay. Some authorities permit the recitation of these prayers if one does not gaze at the uncovered hand breath. Even if, it happen, even if he happens to see it in passing. The reason is that it is not actual nakedness, and it is forbidden only because it arouses erotic thoughts, and this is a concern only if one gazes at it, not when one happens to see it. How much more so is permission to grant that if one closes his eyes and does not see the uncovered hand breath at all, in which case he does not have to turn his face to the side. And Al-Tarebbe in parentheses says, One may rely on their words when there is no alternative. This concludes today's share.